Hey, it's Amy Newmark. Please enjoy this rerun of one of my favorite episodes from last year. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul, and I've got a fun new book to talk about today, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Miracles and Divine Intervention. This book is filled with stories about miraculous, amazing events, and I want to share two of them with you today, two miraculous coincidences that tied together the generations in two families. In our first story, Lynn Madalena Mena tells us that her grandfather, Tony, was born to immigrant parents on the Lower East Side of Manhattan in 1906, in an area that is now partly still Little Italy and partly Chinatown. Lynn grew up hearing her grandfather's stories about being born at the corner of the famous Hester and Mott streets and how he and his friends played in the streets of their neighborhood. After her grandfather was gone, Lynn and her mother still loved to visit Little Italy regularly for the food and the old-time atmosphere because the neighborhood hadn't ever changed, still with the same old buildings. But what had changed was that the neighborhood went downhill and became pretty dangerous. Nevertheless, Lynn and her mother were there one Sunday in the 1970s for Italian food and shopping. She says, I felt lucky to find a parking spot on Mott Street, which was one block over from Mulberry. It was a busy street filled with sidewalk stands selling Chinese vegetables, fish, and fowl. We only had to walk down the street and around the corner to reach our restaurant. After a few steps, though, we saw people scattering. A gang of young men was coming down the sidewalk armed with baseball bats and who knows what else. Lynn and her mother couldn't make it back to their car before the gang reached them but they couldn't keep walking forward. So her mom grabbed Lynn's arm and tried the front door of the old tenement house they were standing in front of. Remarkably, the door was unlocked. They hid in the stairwell until the gang passed. And then Lynn's mother said, do you think this could be the building where grandpa lived? She took out a pen and wrote down the number. Lynn says, it's odd, but neither of us remembered grandpa showing us the house where he lived. It couldn't have been that he was ashamed because the entire area was terribly poor, even to this day. There's a wonderful old photo that's been made into a poster called Mott Street 1906. It shows the push carts and peddlers and the clotheslines overhead covered with the residents' laundry. More importantly, after their precarious start running with gangs in the early 1900s, my grandfather and his brother went on to become very successful men. Grandpa became the first Italian-American man to join the local police force, solving the case of the missing corpse. The husband was buried under the new patio and eventually became captain. A few days after their visit to the Lower East Side, Lynn's mother showed her a piece of paper. It was her grandfather's birth certificate with the address where he was born. It was the building they had ducked into when that gang was walking toward them the building that was miraculously unlocked just when they needed it. Lynn's mom said, Grandpa was looking out for us. And Lynn says, was it a miracle or a coincidence? But isn't a miracle really just a glorious coincidence? We tend to think of miracles as great biblical events, but I believe that we should appreciate those tiny gifts that come our way. 
In another very cool story, another writer from our book, Lynn Turner, tells us that she was dating a man whose mother was dying. Lynn didn't really know her that well, but from the few times they had spoken, she knew that she was worried about her son, a recently divorced middle-aged man, childless and alone. As his mother lay dying in her hospital bed, Lynn reassured her. You don't have to worry about him anymore, she said. I'll look after your son. A few months later, Lynn and her future husband were going through some of his mother's things when they came across an old newspaper. It was nestled amidst a stack of yellowed clippings chronicling weddings, births, deaths, and community happenings that had been important to his mother. And it happened that Lynn had worked at that newspaper one summer while she was a college student. Now, all of the clippings were just that, clippings. But this was the only full newspaper that had been saved. Lynn sat down to look at this piece of nostalgia from her college years. And to her surprise, there was her 20-year-old self staring back from a front-page picture. Chronicle hires summer student, the heading proclaimed. Scrawled at the top of the page was, Grandma's obituary, page seven, in Lynn's mother-in-law's handwriting. Lynn says that she knows her husband's great-grandmother's obituary being in the same issue of the paper as Lynn's photo was just a coincidence. But it was strange that it was the only full newspaper that her mother-in-law kept versus just clipping the obituary as she had all the others. But still, what an amazing coincidence and one that gives Lynn a feeling of connection to her mother-in-law, the woman she really didn't get to know well enough before she passed away. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Make sure you subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts. And that way, each new episode will appear in your phone. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Miracles and Divine Intervention, You can find it on our website, chickensoup.com, by clicking the podcast button and looking at our featured books. And you can pick up a copy for yourself or as a gift at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, your local independent bookstore, Walmart, Kroger, Amazon, and wherever else books are sold. Come back for our next episode to hear about another way that the generations in a family can be miraculously linked with two stories about how you can repair relationships with the people you've lost in your dreams.